So I'm going to talk about sleep hygiene and the ritual that I use in today's podcast, mainly because I'm laying in bed ready to go to sleep and realize I didn't do this podcast for you. So what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. My name is Kyle, your host, a personal trainer in his bed who just got out of the trenches of training people all day long. Now what you'll hear in the background is some waves. I'm going to be nice and quiet so you can hear them. Okay, it's a noisemaker. Ultimately, people tend to be able to fall asleep uh, more readily if there is noise in the background. I find waves pretty relaxing. It reminds me when I was in Fiji. Anyways... Uh, Today's podcast, I'm going to go through some pieces of sleep hygiene, mainly because that was the Facebook call for the the coaching clients. So if I have people that I'm coaching online or in person, I encourage that they join in to a group Facebook call where we we go in in depth to the lifestyle hacks, the pieces, the stuff so that people can chime in, ask questions, and we can go through things. So um, we're going to talk about sleep hygiene, why it's relevant, and then a little bit about the structure in which I encourage you to go about it in today's podcast. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roush, and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients. You can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. Alrighty, end game addicts, welcome back. So, having a sleep ritual is super relevant because of the psychology of sleep, okay? Your associations make a huge difference. This is whenever you go to a new hotel, why you can't sleep, or the the comfort of the pillow, and it's not necessarily the size, it's that it's not normal, it's not it's not consistent, it's new. So the what you associate with while you sleep is a super relevant thing. So having a system that causes you to become sleepy, mobility, nighttime affirmations, a journal, and I'm, not, I'm, I'm recommending you pick healthy habits here. Um, you know, the television, not a great choice. That's the choice of the masses and what most people do, and this is their noise maker, okay? And and I'm I'm all for noise, okay? And I'm not, you know, I'm a hippie. If you if you listen to this at all, you know that I'm some like super abstract hippie meditating, you know, mindful dude. But I think your mind matters, and I think mindset matters, and I combine it to think that mindsetfulness matters. So if you think that was intelligent, well, I think it's quite awesome. <laughs> so, uh, uh, sleep hygiene, it's a big deal, it's, it really matters um, in terms of the quality of your sleep. If we were to talk about metabolic regulation, your metabolism, how things function and why that's relevant, you want to start 
with sleep. It's one of the first conversations I have with people right next to water. Many people think that conditioning and training is the answers to fitness. Um, Truth be told, the first thing you should start with is sleep. Then if you're sleeping, you should be drinking lots of water. Then if you're drinking lots of water, you should be eating quite well. Um, And then if you're eating quite well, you should be thinking about posture and, and, and understanding fitness and movements, not like just going in and banging your head against, you know, bicep curls and uh, deadlifts and while that stuff is great and you need it and you wouldn't you'll never develop an impressive physique or uh, imp- improve your strength without that stimulation it's not where you start you start you start in the lifestyle you start in the bedroom <laughs> you start how you're sleeping and there's a number of uh, different great uh, scientific journals to go to and uh, a ton of great books as to why sleep is so unbelievably relevant. But the number one main factor for me is that sleep will massively help you control anxiety if you're not sleeping well and you have a poor sleep ritual. In fact, I highly recommend you don't do what I'm doing right now and record a podcast. I just I made a goal and I'm going to stick to that goal it's more important to me. I will value sleep just as much as I do now and after this podcast. But I typically don't uh, have electronics around me before I sleep for at least the last hour or intend to. I try to read, okay, and do some mobility um, and, you know, reduce the screen time. We don't need it, people. You don't need the phone as much as you think you need it. Uh, Second for me, it's like, Having that quick ritual, I mobilize, I listen to some affirmations, uh, I read, uh, you know, I make sure my house is nice and tidy. I, I bring all my blinds down, um, mobilize, read, go to bed, okay? Throw in some cu- a couple affirmations about wealth, about well-being, and then uh, listen to some ocean sounds, maybe some piano music, and just pass the out. Then... Um, I have, a, I have a Wi-Fi button I usually turn off, turn on, turn off, uh, so I can shut off the Wi-Fi, <sighs> because Wi-Fi circulation, I'm yawning, man, this is, you know it's a sleep podcast, I can't, I cannot make this up, <laughs> uh, the button itself, uh, I, have a, I have a button, it's a switch, you can buy the electric cords or the, what do you call them, my brain's not functioning well right now, is it, the cord extension cable wow that was a rough one they can have little buttons on them and you can set timers and you can also have little switches so i typically will turn off my wi-fi when i go to bed so that i can sleep better it improves the quality of your sleep uh as a baseline what you should be doing if you use your phone as a uh as an alarm clock is putting it on airplane mode airplane mode is super important um, next, I would say, uh, after airplane mode, we're going to want to be thinking about, uh, eating. Okay. Uh, all sleep pills, all sleeping pills affect the depth in which you sleep. If you affect the depth in which you, in which you sleep, you probably didn't understand a word I just said, um, Meaning you'll likely be able to fall asleep better, but you won't actually get deep into REM sleep. So melatonin pills and and the sleep depth, all that stuff is, or and uh, sleeping pills, all that stuff is great, but it doesn't assist you 
in being able to get into a deep sleep, which is a massive problem because the depth of sleep is where you're most anabolic. Uh, it's when you dream. It's when you release the most amount of testosterone. It's really important that you get deep into sleep. I'm going to yawn again. I'm so sorry. Man, I've never tried to record a podcast right as I lay down. Like, you can totally tell that my sleep ritual just knocks me out. <laughs> sorry, I know I'm extra. Uh, having and staying away from any kind of sleep aid outside of maybe a tea and, and herbs is an unideal because you want to be achieving deep sleep. It's wonderfully uh stimulation is nowhere near as important as recovery you've probably heard me say this a ton of times in the podcast i care way more about your capacity to recover than your capacity to stimulate your body so the gym i'm so sorry is is so much more important man people are gonna get so much harassment for this be like man i didn't want to listen to yawn (laughs) i'm sorry dude i'm sorry people i care i promise then um, we've got, there's another really golden piece that's super relevant. Carbohydrates help you fall asleep. Having too much fat in your system because it's a slow release. Having too much protein as well can affect the quality of sleep. Protein's very hard to break down. What else? And I would say Length of sleep. How did I miss that? Length of sleep is everything. Um, it's. I think there's about 35 million uh, or so of the population, which is a very small fraction if we're looking at how much it is to uh, to equate to. I think it's 0.0035 percent or something like that. It's a very small fraction of the planet that can actually sleep well and under and it might be even smaller than 35 million it might be like 3. Point, you know 3.5 million or something i knew it was i know it was super small when i read the stat i was blown away that can that can actually sleep for 6 hours or um under 7 hours and still get the effect and benefits of deep sleep which is improved metabolism hormone regulation you know Anxiety regulation, inflammation regulation. There's just so much happens. So much that happens when you've slept well and recovered well. So you can also not recover from sleep debt. Your physiology will always be different. If you are underslept, your body can never recover. Think about that. That's absurd. That is that blows my mind. You will never, ever, 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 ever recover from sleep debt. So don't skip it. And I actually had a client. They're like, so what would you do? I'm here. I'd be like, when you get a weekend, just sleep. And they're like, but you said you can't recover from a sleep debt. I'm like, I did say that. You can't actually recover, but your body's going to benefit tremendously from knocking out for 12 hours, right? Like you need a bunch of sleep cycles. And I'm not saying catching up. I'm saying you're doing the right thing by sleeping a bunch. In fact, when I was learning about hypertrophy and bodybuilding growing up, uh, when I was much younger as a, as a coach, a very advanced bodybuilding coach said that I won't even work with my clients if they're trying to run twice a day and not sleeping 12 hours. If my, you know, that's like not even the average of eight, nine. He's like, I don't even want to work with my clients. If they want to run twice a day 
and sleep less than 12 hours. They need to be in that bed for 12 hours, lights off, zonked out, ignoring stuff, because I want them to look awesome and their muscles will not grow the same if they're not having sleep cycles. So that's just qualifying it a little bit further. And then what's the last and final piece? It was something, man. It was on my brain. Lost it. Sleep cycles, timing, circadian rhythm. When you go to sleep, color. Okay, your retina and your eyes take in color. And I'm sure it's different for, you know, sleep or uh, colorblind people. And, you know, just go with me on this. The vast majority of people who are not, and I'm sure even colorblind people probably perceive the colors differently. But that being said, blue light, even if you can't tell what color it is, affects the retina and will cause you to release certain hormones at different times of the day. It's also stuff to be said about, you know, magnet magnetism and different directions in which you sleep and all that good stuff. So your um, circadian rhythm is affected differently for different people. Um, your circadian rhythm, based on your chronotype, a book called The Power of When, can affect um, when you should be waking up, when your body starts to produce melatonin, when your body stops producing melatonin, and it's typically based on your chronotype. But typically, the body will start creating melatonin with a lack of blue light. This is why you want to reduce screen time. And this is why you get blue blocker glasses. I've got a pair. I'm actually wearing them right now. I wear them every night before I go to bed for a couple hours. The lighting in my room is yellow. It's it's blue light um, or it's it's amber lighting. I've got amber lighting all throughout my hallway and in my bathroom, so they're LED uh, red lights. So I don't, I you know, I have my blinds closed, so that it's not to black out either. It's to it's to stop the blue light from from the city coming into my room. So that's pretty much it. I think I've covered all my bases here. Blue light exposure, having a routine, the associations of your bed, making sure, last one, if you're not sleeping, don't lay in your bed. Don't get an awful association with trying to fall asleep. Like get up, get out of your bed, go and do a couple stretches, roll your feet out with a lacrosse ball if you're into mobility. It's typically what I do. And then read a book, you know, outside the room if you want to, and then come back in and, you know, pass out. Um, and, uh, sex, <laughs> sex will knock you out, right? Really helpful hormone release, um, and <laughs> release <laughs> and you'll feel a million times better. Either way, folks, that's my list. There's a lot to it. Sleep hygiene is super relevant. Uh, stop thinking that you'll sleep when you're dead. It's a, it's a fool's errand. Uh, you'll die much sooner. You'll have way less energy, you won't be able to have focused quality, happy work, and you'll be way more irritable. Just get the sleep you need, be well rested, show up in life the way you deserve so that your life can be awesome and you can experience it to its fullest. When you've rested, when you've slept well, life is better. All right, folks, I love you guys very much. Keep awesome for your future in fitness. Sleep is super relevant, and now I'm super awake. <laughs> I don't know if that was like a laugh or a cry, but it was it was a lie, a laugh, cry, laugh, I, for you guys. I know, I'm tired. I'm not making any sense. You're awesome. I'll see you in 24 hours. Peace.